Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. Hi, welcome back to Good Cop, Bad Cop. Now, Matt, last few weeks, I've been doing nice introductions for you, but um, I think two episodes ago, you called me a dickhead twice. Uh, you called me a moron today online as well. I don't know if I want to keep doing these nice introductions. This might be the last nice one you're getting, and I might have to uh, reassess my policy. So I'm going to, alongside me as always, the new voice of British wrestling, the magnificent one himself, Matt Weasel. I thought I'd pick a British wrestler today. I thought it made sense to do that. Eh, could be worse. I don't even know if you know that era at all. I think that was seventies British wrestling. I think he wrestled in. The well, I'm not familiar with all of his work. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> like uh, one of our guests today, for example. I'm not quite familiar with with his with their work, unfortunately. But um, yeah, how's your week been, Graham? Um, we're testing right now. Um, I just got a I got a fist bump from the principal as I left today, which I'm going to take as a a very positive sign. I'm gonna we we don't know the scores exactly, but he does. So um, yeah, it's been a good good week. Um, it's kind of warm though. It's a little bit. A little bit sweaty right now, but um, it's it's fine. We got air conditioning over here, so I'll survive. How about yourself, buddy? I'm keeping you to ninety seconds again because we we do have guests in the week. We do have guests indeed. Yeah, well, it's been a, it's been a good week for me. I did two days' work this week, um, so that's, like, uh, that's perfect. Yeah, that's because uh, last night as we were recording, I was um, I was actually inducted as vice as vice chairman of our of local roundtable. So um, next year I'll be going into the chair. Which means I've got even more work to do on top of uh, my shoot job and working for the greatest BritRest promotion in the world. And your new podcast that you hinted at the other week as well. I'll be doing some football stuff in, after the summer as well, Graham, yes. And going to Disney World, yes, as well, in September. So. Oh, you are? Th- that this year? Yes, September this year. Oh, I guess I'd forgotten about that. All right, well, I can book some guests. I, I got a bit of time to think about it. I don't, I don't remember you mentioning that. Graham, how about okay. we introduce the amazing guests we've got today? I'm going to let you do the introductions because uh, you're the expert on this one. Okay, well, sisters, brothers, and binary others, please welcome to the Good Book Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast. Welcome back, the uh, my boss, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, CXW President, CEO, Chairman, um, Chief Sausage Slinger, uh, Adam Paris. Yes, the, the last one is the best one. Chief Sausage Seller, was it? That's Slinger. what I like. You That's know <laughs> That'll do me, mate. How are you doing? The everyone's going to get bored of my Essex speech now. I've been on here, I think, the third time. So you have your hat trick, which is yeah. which means that Nish guys be looking over his shoulder soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I'm, I know I'm waiting for that bumper pay rise that you promised me as well. So I'm looking forward to that. We start paying me, Paris, and I'll start paying you. How about that? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. And that's what I like we, we explained yes. this to you last Thanks time. If we double nothing, it's still nothing. So we, we keep saying we'll double your pay rate, but it doesn't make any yeah. difference. So. The math teacher here explains things well. It's all good. Um, I'm hoping you knew two times zero was zero. In, yes, Graham. Okay, um, um, as I said, we have a second, have a second guest. Um, we, we are very blessed and honoured to have on the Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling podcast, CXW Original and star of Outcast Pro Wrestling and many other promotions um, around around the United Kingdom, uh, the retro dude, Rudy Root. Hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah, <laughs> happy to be here. 
How are you all doing? We, we, we are... We quite, I, I speak for myself, I feel quite humble having you on on the show. Um, I say we... I, we um, I was very lucky to um, ha- bend your ear for quite a substantial period of time yes. um, at the... Uh, at, um, the show, at Let's Have It back in, back in Let's March. Let's have so, it! So yeah. Thank you for that. Um, and, and, and I will say, just because otherwise Graham... Is gonna like say, well, there's one more for the bigger card. Um, calling your opening match as your as the commentator was an absolute blessing. Oh, brilliant! Uh, great opener. The crowd was absolutely electric. They were, and uh, yeah, you guys, you absolutely smashed it. Absolutely smashed it. Yeah, I, I loved it. I enjoyed it, mate. It was absolutely quality. And like I was saying before recording. It's on YouTube. I don't think you can appreciate the actual atmosphere sitting in the live. We couldn't hear each other speak, think. Um, and it was great for you two to have that moment. It was absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. It's like you guys just got lost in the moment. You're just like all over the place. You were it's like, oh, my God, he's just hit this move. He's just done that. Oh, my yeah. God. It's you can tell. Pandemonium. You can tell one of us grew up watching the new generation era with Vince McMahon I remind myself of Vince McMahon so much and I do apologise but that's, that's you live cool, in the man. moment and it's just the, the actual I remember sitting there uh, I mean we've been doing this what nearly two years now and and that was the best moment I've had where I was just sat down and I looked around and I just couldn't hear myself think talk and looking at Matt, Matt, I mean, I talked over Matt three or four times by accident. I couldn't, I, I didn't know he was talking. I was just pure. It, it was a brilliant moment. One of the best moments of my life, actually. Brilliant moment, that was. It was oh. packed. And we need to do it again and again and again. You know what? I, I think when I talk over Matt, that's some of my best moments as well. <laughs> that's <laughs> definitely some of the highlights of my life as well. Honestly, me and, me and my family were sitting there, sitting there, let's, like, let's watch it. Okay. I don't, I upload it and Brett, Brett, who does all the editing, which is fantastic. He checks the errors and does everything else. And I upload it and just have a quick look to make sure it's okay. But I watched it over and I was embarrassed. I think two or three times where I just shouted over. But um, it, it it was just because pure excitement and we just it couldn't felt, hear each other. It felt, it felt organic. Still. It felt organic yeah. still for, to me. Um, yeah. I felt really bad that I that I admit that, I, that even though I. I called the move. I didn't get the right name for the move in for Rudy's for Rudy when he hit his finish, and I was like, "Ah, man, nah. ah, it's all yeah. right, man. It's all right." I, 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 I do have some really stupid names for some of my moves. I don't. The root canal is a perfect name for that move. <laughs> I haven't hit it. I haven't even hit it on CXW yet. Everyone thinks my finisher is actually the uh, uh, flying cutter. <laughs> well, well, we shall have. Well, hopefully that will be addressed. Um, at some point, this is usually a point where we have guests on to plug um, what they're doing. So, who would like to go first? Oh, do you know what? I'm not going to talk too much because every time I don't want to be drowning everyone out, but we've got a show in a couple of weeks, June the 2nd, Summer Smash It. And do you know what? Just check the Facebook out, check the card, have a look at it up and down. And if you get a spare couple of hours, go on YouTube, check Championship Extreme Wrestling out, check a bit of history, the amount of fun we all have, all old school, new school, athletic power, no DQ, what sort of ever wrestling you want, finest family entertainment. And we're going again, but this time we've got nine matches. We've got the best handpicked from a lot up from north, south, 
west, east, wherever you want to go. And all I'd say, just come down. Even if you're travelling, we've got people now coming from Ireland, Newcastle, coming down for the weekend and watching the show. So come down. It's an electric atmosphere. Old school wrestling crowd. New school fans that are in amazement of what's happening. And it's a great atmosphere. So if you like your wrestling um, or if you like live events, bring the family. Come along because it's great. And that's all I'm going to say. Check us out on CXW. And when's that, um, when's yeah. that next show then, uh, Paris? Our next show? Yeah. June the 2nd. June the 2nd? Yes. And then um, here's my here's my plug. Um, it's literally the next day after that, on June the 3rd, Outcast yes. Pro Wrestling hosts uh, Civil War. Yes. Where, where it's, um, all the stars from Outcast Pro Wrestling will be there. Um, yours truly, Retro Dude, will be in the, uh, in a eight-man Civil War match um, where... Stakes are high, and uh, it's myself, Victor Logan, Dude Riot, and Corey, age 15, going up against that's what it actually says on his shirt. Um, yeah, I love it. Going up against the the very annoying Jackson Arrow, um, Riley King, the virus Kane Michael, and JJ Valera. That's one hell of a main event. <laughs> And look, and while we're on that, I've actually, between going from this podcast since the last podcast that I did with you guys, I actually went to the Isle of Wight with me and my family, and we had a great time. The night was, it was a packed hall. Warfare. The Isle of Wight, and it was, yeah, it was, oh, we, I mean, the girls, I've never seen, and I'm, I'm not just saying this, but I've taken to a lot of shows, and they, they're not a great fan of wrestling. They've been forced it down their neck, especially sometimes. But they were absolutely buzzing after that show, very talkative, excited. Um, and it was just a brilliant show. So well done. It was awesome. We're going to do it again in the summer. Uh, you know, time, you know what time's like. But Outcast Pro, again, worth travelling up there. You get a hotel for 50-odd quid with breakfast. Go and watch a bit of wrestling. The guys are brilliant. and Make you feel welcome. And you've got to do it. It's a fantastic experience. It was brilliant. Even time on a boat, you know. It's like going on a, a, a day holiday. It's awesome. <laughs> Rudy, I want to ask you something about specifically about Outcast Wrestling. Um, being over in the states, obviously, I can't get to matches uh, live, but I know that you guys uh, you stream those shows, and yes. I did purchase one, and there was a problem with the stream, and I, uh. I, I assume I talked to Jackson, and uh, he mentioned that some of the matches are going to be on YouTube. Can you talk a little bit about the? Uh, did you get a chance to meet Warhorse? Did you get to see his match or anything? He's somebody who I met very early in his career over here, kind of a a good cop, right. bad cop favorite, but I haven't had a chance to, uh, or I've forgotten to go on YouTube. See if that match is even available yet. Uh, it hasn't been uploaded just yet. Um, oh, okay, we uh, we're in the process of like editing quite a few matches VR. Um, and yeah, I did actually have a just a nice little chat with Warhorse actually. Um, at back, he was a very nice, sound guy. He was um, I, I've only seen like little clips of um his mouth. The only move I actually did see of the whole thing was his flying headbutt off the ropes on Jackson Arrow. I was like. When I first saw it, I was like, "What the hell was that?" Yeah, it, was, it was great. I was in a live attendance, and um, it was it was absolutely fantastic. You could see, like, people didn't really know how to take Warhorse to begin with, but by the end of it, yeah, it was brilliant. Jackson, it was, it was fantastic. It was, I, I believe it was the opener. It was, yeah, I think. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, yeah, it was it was it was a fantastic night. Like everything about it, and that match was was great. Definitely worth watching. Glad to follow that. That's a that's a tough uh, one to follow. And bonus good cop moment. Congratulations, Warhorse. I did see this week um, you're a father for the first time within the uh, last week. So congratulations, congratulations, Warhorse and his wife, whose name I cannot quite remember off the top of my head. So um, you, 
You say um, who had to follow that match? Well, uh, that was me and uh, Eddie Kenway. <laughs> Thanks, Jackson Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> he did try. Oh, well, it was a number one contender match for the CWP okay. uh, Heavyweight Championship. So yeah, there, was was some, there were some stakes in that match. No, it was great. And I was actually, we were gutted. The girls were gutted you didn't win. So, yeah. Boo. Yeah, boo. <laughs> boo. <laughs> it's, it's not about how many times you lose. It's about how you come back. Yeah, right? the, the comeback. The comeback. Indeed. Indeed. And that's always a good thing. And this is, look at some more good cop moments. Let's go off to good cop moments. Guests always get to go first, and new guests definitely get to go first. So, Rudy, you are first up. What is your main good cop moment that you'd like to share with us? Uh, my, my good cop moment, actually, was um, one of our shows. Uh, I think it was around Christmas time. And um, our, uh, was it? our graphic designer, Simon Main, he was having... Um, it was kind of hard time, it was, actually, coming up to Christmas and with the um, rise of um, living cost. And so... Um, uh, Luna Tricks, aka Tash, she um she suggested behind uh, Simon's back that everyone who got paid for the show put all their money in for Simon so he can actually spend it on his uh kids for Christmas, and um mm. ev- everyone did actually um, outcast. So by the end of the evening, we gave him all our pay for the show to Simon, and he it was it was the most loveliest thing actually because he says my girls can have a Christmas now. And it was just, uh, it just showed like such a great family that like Outcast Pro Wrestling is. Like, we're all just chipping to help yeah. everyone. And yeah, it was just such a lovely moment. It was. Yeah, that's awesome. That puts my good cop to shame because mine's flimsy. <laughs> but... We just said how that? difficult it was to uh, follow Warhorse. Jeez, <laughs> whoever's got to... I need to rethink my good cop moments. I don't have anything even close to that. <laughs> that's awesome when people that's can the, that's rally around. That's the best like cop that. moment of the year. For sure, and absolutely great use of the uh, of of Graham's rule of go back as far as you want with it. Um, absolutely. Uh, oh, f- oh, you guys are amazing. I mean, I, I, I already knew you guys were cool, but that's on another level because you know. Oh, we're all just a massive family. We're all just there to help each other and just look, put on like a great show, and uh, we just look out for everyone. It's like when someone has a, a a problem, you know, we all just like kind of band together and just help each other out. Whatever the issue is, it's, it's a beautiful family, man. Like I experienced it. Obviously, first time I got into the wrestling business was with you guys, mm. and like within the first ten minutes, it was like instantly just felt welcome. It's a, it's a good, strong bond you guys have got there, and I just hope I wish all of you guys all the success because you all deserve it, and you're all brilliant people. You know, you know how close six w family like the people that work behind the scenes of my yeah. wife and best friends and my brother's sisters whatever and they they feel the same about you guys as well so it's that's yeah that's beautiful brings a tear to my eye but like it's, on, it's on podcast so it's all right <laughs> <laughs> it's on radio it's out there though, for sure now people know that um, paris has a heart um <laughs> what, he's but... always had a heart yeah he has got a big heart, to be fair. I ain't, t- I ain't turned hill yet. One day. One day. <laughs> I, I can't it. believe it. He's double-crossed everyone. I can't yeah. believe this man. Yeah. I'll double-cross CXW, mate. I'll take the X out. Right. He sold out. One day. I'm Vincent, man. It was me all along. <laughs> it was me, Root. It was me yeah. all along. Yeah. <laughs> One day. There's legs in that. There's legs in that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> for sure. Um, so, okay, Paris, what's your good court moment of the week? Have you got one? Yes, I did some homework. I thought about it five minutes before we recorded, and I don't know if it was this week or last week, and I think it was probably the week before, and you've probably spoke about it on the podcast before, but AEW selling 35,000 tickets in two hours. Have you mentioned that? We have mentioned that, but it, is, it currently stands at 57,000. It does, does it? I, I, I'll be honest, I had a busy week. But that, for me, is my kind of good cop for me because it gives, as a wrestling promoter, it gives me so much motivation and energy, positive energy, because that's my target audience and there's people out there. Um, and it, obviously the good cop is obviously Wembley, is, uh, Wembley and the O2. Um, at prices that make my eyes water once again. So that's where my eye-watering moment of the week will be, is the prices that people are paying for front row. But it gives people like me, a promoter, so much motivation that British wrestling can be bigger than what it currently is. And that's not a downgrade on anything or anyone or anything like that. But the American wrestling is king in Britain. And, you know... We, we've got to get them fans. Them fans are for us. Let's get them. Let's go get them. Absolutely. Because, I mean, we, I mean, when they came for Cadena Castle last year and when they come mm. from the bank uh, yeah. in, at the start of July, those crowds are going to be absolutely rabid. I mean, mm. we, I mean I'm going to talk about um, the past weeks of week of the event momentarily. Um, event, um, those sort of crowds are great. But the thing is, that is what, that sort of experience, as Paris alluded to earlier, um, is what we had at Let's Have It. And mm. I, I'm expecting something... I'm, it would be wrong to expect the same again. Mm. But I want the same again at some of mm. And... It will be the same again. There we go. There we go. Rudy's guaranteed it. <laughs> I yeah, guarantee no. you, Paris. I guarantee yeah, no. you. No, I think I think thing for... for... Us is you. It's kind of naturally going the right way because all of a sudden you're looking at different venues and bigger venues of where we are. But you've you've just it just gives me confidence as a future because there's so many people buying tickets for wrestling and it, it, as much as it will hurt me as it already has as I don't know if you saw today someone said look I can't quite afford to go to both shows and they've chosen AEW Wembley over CXW which is I did see that get it. Yeah, and I know he's obviously changed his mind now, but that'd be across all, you know, across a lot of the roster that you've got big two big shows. But, you know, we'll talk about Bad Cop in a minute, but it might be a similar subject. But for me, it's it's, it's great. It's great news. And, and um, for every promotion out there, and there's some really good wrestling promotions in the UK with really good talent, um, we should be aiming for those numbers one day. You know, let's keep getting our head down and working hard and why can't we be there and and that's it's just good it's fantastic news yeah and i think there's another side to this though as well like when you when obviously the, the wwe is going to be in the country and when AEW is going to be in the country there's going to be a lot of press that goes with that you're going to see them on breakfast tv you're going to hear them out on the radio you're going to see a lot of people you're going to get a lot of people who are not wrestling fans who are going to hear about these shows who mm. will suddenly go oh what's this and then when they see somebody like when they see like shows coming up next time they hear about wrestling they're like oh everyone mentioned like how I think you're going to get a lot more casual fans or you're going to get mm. people who've never seen wrestling before and want to know, mm. what's this big deal? They're selling out Wembley? This must be pretty cool. Why don't we... Mm. We can get to that one, but what's the next best thing? Going to a show like you. So I think it's going to increase that... Uh, the 
type of audience you might be getting. You're, normally, obviously, you're going for wrestling fans. I think you're going to get more non-wrestling fans who are going to want to check it out to see what mm. the buzz is about. And why would you get two big shows there coming to the UK unless something's actually going on? Mm. Yeah. The, the, a perfect example of that, Graham, is a friend of ours through our fighting talk days. Um, um, I actually said to him, um, you guys want to come down at some point to CXW, I will buy you some tickets to come and sit front row because you need to experience this. Uh, I showed him some stuff on YouTube and I actually added him to uh, the CXW fans page and he can't make Summer Smash it, he can't, unfortunately, but show after he says he's going to be there. And he's not interesting in the slightest, but it's just, it looks like the goofy sort of fun that he, that he would be into. And he knows, and honestly, his boy loves wrestling. So perfect, but would never consider it. it it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's not gonna have a mercy side. Not a problem for me. It's Everton fans. That's the only bad thing about it. But <laughs> they're all Everton fans, unfortunately. But I'll forgive them that. Um, yeah, because... well, they'll be facing my old Norwich next season, I reckon. But, anyway, yeah. <laughs> but um, they're gonna be coming to the. Not some of that, but the show after, where, where whenever or where it, where it is, I'm sure Paris is going to announce that when he is good and ready. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, but it's going to show that the, that there are new fans all the time coming to these events. Um, yeah, no, I mean, um, we we spent door to door to that this week, and we've yesterday we had two new families that were what have watched Backlash in the last week, WWE Backlash in the last week, and never been to or heard of a British wrestling show. And we're knocking on doors in the back roads of Braintree in places that I've never been and I've lived there 20 years, you know, and it's really great. And that's, that's so there are wrestling people out there and these big shows will only help us because they're just, like you said, the, the, the amount of media, the money behind the media they'll spend is, is good for all of us. Absolutely. Um, and perfect leader, actually, for my, for my, if you mind me doing this, Graham, it's my good cop moment of the week, which was Backlash this past week. Um, brilliant show for a B show, as it is obviously seen by the B on a regular basis. Uh, it was phenomenal. Predictable, perhaps. Some of the right results, perhaps the predictable. Entertaining? Oh my god, that crowd! That crowd made that, that yeah, crowd, ridiculous. That crowd is something that everyone wishes for, and yeah. the memes about that this week have been fantastic. Non-US wrestling fans going mental, and then uh, it's the Simpsons meme, and then you got and you got another one like um, WWE to US fan, US wrestling fans. Why can't it be like him? Well, fans don't go mad anymore like like other countries do. Puerto Rico, I've not seen that reaction since last time they were well, last time they were there, obviously. Um, um, it's ridiculous. They go abroad and figure mental. Paris was cheering for Baron Corbin a couple of weeks ago. I mentioned that Graham as, uh, in my um, in my my speed check a couple of weeks ago. It's ridiculous. Who cheers for Baron Corbin? That's the thing. That is ridiculous, yeah. That's the thing you see. They were cheering because he because he won a match. He lost in five seconds of the week before, oh. ironically in England. But the fans go mental for people for different reasons. It's that's the sort of thing we want. Um Bad Bunny, oh for that Bad Bunny Damien Priest match it was brilliant. 
and well paced. It had the right it had the right amount of people interfering. It had the local heroes coming to make the save. All that it was great. The slight bad copy of it is that and Paris, I know, is first hand trying to pace a card properly. Um, some people say that it should have main evented, <laughs> uh, but you don't know that sometimes. How can that main event over over what they had planned with Cody and Brock? They um, had a double main event, didn't they? They t- tagged it as a double main event. Yeah, but if anything, they put a match in the middle of it as well. Yeah. So, so I wanted to ask that question. Down. How can you have a co-main event and it not be the last two events? That doesn't make any sense to me. Because Jackson you, asked me that. My son Jackson because, asked me. I was like, I don't know. I, I don't well, have an answer. you, you got to think that you're asking the crowd to be up and shouty for two matches in a row. So what they'll do is they'll put almost like a filler match to calm down the the wrestling fans or put them in a different direction to then build them up again to being loud and funk. That's what I, I understand that philosophy, but why call that a co-main event then? Why not just say this is the main event and this is not the main event? Yeah. I don't it was the naming of it that confused me. A main event for two a co-main event for me is the last two matches. Mm. That's, mm. That's, that's, that's fair. That's obviously your opinion and everyone's entitled to their opinion. I'm not saying it's wrong, Graham at all. I'm going with the dictionary. <laughs> No, I'm not saying you're wrong. If you say co-main event, it's the last two matches. Give me another example then when you've had a co-main event and it's not been the last two matches. Uh, WrestleMania 25. I asked the wrong person. Um, Co-main event where it's not the last two matches. Uh, No Way Out 2001. It was the Rock and Cut Angle. And then it was Austin and Triple H in Three Saves of Hell. Yeah. I knew that. He hates this. He hates this. <laughs> the thing is, I knew you. I should have known that you would come up with examples straight away. And but it's not. It's and not if you typical. want to go back you further, have to it's not typical, and it makes no sense to do it to call okay. it that. I can go back even further. WrestleMania <laughs> <laughs> ten main event was the opener yeah. and the close. And then yeah. WrestleMania 9, you had Hogan and Beefcake versus Bunny Inc. And then the main Yokozuna and Bret Hart. Actually, no. Yeah. <laughs> On the spot, there was actually two main events because you had Yoko and Bret, then Hogan and Yoko. So, in theory. And Graham, we were there for WrestleMania 35 when Seth opened, <laughs> opened it with Brock. I was there too. <laughs> yes. Rudy was at WrestleMania 35. Oh, I remember you mentioning that. I mean, I forgot. I forgot you'd mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it was very bad after the show. It was pouring. We got wet. Yeah, we got. Graham's car was in the car park. Thankfully, we We did. You had a car. Oh, we were trying to get a taxi. Took us an hour and a half. Well, Graham lives. Graham lives in America. We just he picked me up in Washington. What our guest said last week that in the end, some Uber came and uh, some car basically said, "I'll take you wherever you want to go," but it's one hundred and fifty dollars. And they were like, "What else are we gonna do?" So they paid it. It was like three a.m. I think they said. Yeah. First of all, Matt, we we should all we should give this a perfect. This is a perfect time to do a shout out. The Mount Rushmore wrestling. Uh, podcast fantastic jeremy was an absolute blast last week uh they've been shouting us out on their show this week as well and shouting us out on twitter so thank you guys and yeah. um, i think we're going to do an appearance on their show in about a week with, 10 days. uh a week monday we're going to the show yeah uh-huh yeah uh-huh. but yeah similar story they said they had big difficulties getting out and when he mentioned it i was like no nah, we just went straight to my car yeah, and we out. it was it was starting to rain grant you but it was few, <laughs> but, but but i had the luxury of having a of having a local <laughs> I say local, but obviously, yeah. Next one, I'll be. I'll feel more like a local. Philadelphia is only two and a half hours. Yeah, I could never go to WrestleMania again now, can I? No. No. I I got married at WrestleMania weekend. 
you thought you would have, you should have a little bit of foresight and you could have figured yeah, well, that out. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. I, as much as I love my wrestling, I do love my wrestling, I love him more. Okay. Right. Yeah, we'll give it a year. I'd like to point out I'd like to point out that Paris when he got married the super- a year ago the star you did <laughs> yes yes you got yeah. married every show wedding anniversary fantastic um, yeah. you actually got married in a, in a suit that was louder than your macho man suit oh yeah. boy yeah yeah no it was um, I, I went honestly I went to loads of suit shops and I tried to be professional and smart, but it just wasn't me. So I had to be a clown, I'm afraid. But I got away with it. I loved it. Seriously, doing the clown would have been less colourful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like but that. that's Paris. And we wouldn't have him any other way. No, no. Exactly. Yeah. But congratulations, by the way. Yeah. Thank Congratulations! You. I do appreciate that. Thank you. I don't, I, 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 get, I, I do. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, just to. Um, I don't think anyone was surprised with any result at, at Backlash, but that's not a problem if it's entertaining. Mm. Um, I didn't watch much of it, but um, what I did see of it, the Carlito return, it was goosebumps. I watched it about forty times in a row. It was brilliant. That was goosebumpy, and then because I. I stayed up to watch it, and I, I had moments where I like nodded every now and again, but it was usually between matches. That wasn't following the problem. Um, so I'd missed the part where Savio Vega turned up and given him the the kendo stick. Oh, I, I didn't know when, Savio Vega was there. So when Savio Vega's music hit, um, I was like, "What the hell?" Oh, I got to watch. I got to catch that after the show. Then I didn't know that. I love. Yeah. Savio Vega. Oh. I've spoiled that for you. I'm so sorry. No, no, I wouldn't have known. Like, he wasn't there. Savio wasn't there. No. It was all <laughs> make believe. He was Quang. Yes. Well, well, equals. To be fair, to be fair, Michael Cole lost his absolute mind, um, which is which is amazing because now Vince is in his ear all the time. He can act, he's actually sounds much more natural as a commentator. Yeah, so I prefer, so I prefer Cole without Vince McMahon in his ear. Is that bad? Is that bad bunny match? By the way, sorry, I know this is yeah. Bad bunny versus uh, Damian Priest. I've got to say, as great as bad bunny, bunny, bad bunny was in that match, Damian Priest, what a guy for protecting him during the match as well, and being a fantastic worker. Give that man a push for sure. Uh, Think of giving someone a push. I'm going to push Graham into the spotlight here and give him his good call moment. Um, this is kind of a little bit like the film Memento. I'm going to do everything in reverse. Uh, what I started with, it kind of led to something, and where my finishing point is, is where I'm going to start. So I know it winds Matt up, so I did mention on Twitter that my uh, good cop moment actually starts in 1964. So um, Peter Thornley started wrestling in 1964, and he made his debut on British TV in 1971. This is even before I'm born, Matt. This is how far back I'm going. Um, do you recognize that name at all? Peter Thornley, I can own as Mr. Kendall Nagasaki. Now, what I didn't know as I was starting to do my research for this, I didn't realize there was different Kendo Nagasakis. So it says to American and Japanese wrestling fans, Kendo Nagasaki was Kazuo Sakura. I was like, I do not recognize that name at all. So I didn't recognize that side. Um, The part that did come up that started to finally make sense to me, when I was watching British wrestling in the 80s, I remember there was a King Kendo. 
And I couldn't quite figure out why Kendo Nagasaki had changed his name to King Kendo. I didn't realize they're two completely different wrestlers. So um, the wrestler that was King Kendo uh, was uh, Big Bill Clark. And eventually they had a dispute about who had the rights to it, because obviously it was basically the same character. And anyway, they sorted it all out. They started to have a series of matches where it was loser-lose-mask battles, and uh, Kendo Nagasaki basically won every single one of those, but they travelled around the country with it. Spoiler alert, sorry if you've not seen that match so far. And um, following Clark's retirement, another wrestler, Dave, I hope I'm pronouncing this correct, Broughton, took over the role of King Kendo. And during the mid-90s, this version of King Kendo was frequently in the main event of all-star shows, pitted against people like Giant Haystacks. And that, that's the, the kind of the version that I remember. Now, I'm only one step removed now from where I actually went on this kind of little chase and where I started filing things and I'm working backwards and backwards. Um, have I got news for you last week? Um, obviously not being in Britain, I can't watch it live, but thankfully somebody's very kind and posts it on YouTube. Um, you had council elections last week, and the one that caught my eye was the Boston election. And um, the clip that they showed was they showed a wrestler in the ring and they announced that this person was standing in the council elections. Now, their show comes out on Thursday, so they didn't have the results. But Dave Broughton actually won the uh, council election for Boston. Uh, he had the most votes in that district. So um, I guess my good cop moment is um, I think it, I'd love to be in that borough of Boston, Lincolnshire, to see how a wrestler is going to deal with his. Uh, I think it'd be really interesting to see. But I had no idea that, that was somebody who played King Kendo. So I thought that was interesting. And I just started working backwards. So a bit of a convoluted one. But uh, yeah, Dave Broughton is my uh, good cop moment for the week. Wrestlers as counselors. I get you. Get used to it, guys. He does all the time. <laughs> okay. Sometimes it starts with a bad cop and go to a good cop. I'm mean, working backwards from your line of thinking, Graham. How the hell you got there is beyond. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know who Dave Broughton was. So I looked it up and then I saw he was King Kendo. And then I saw the story going back to Kendo Nagasaki. And then it was talking about British wrestling in the era that I saw. And then I was like, let me stretch it back a little bit further just to try and annoy Matt. So I, I went back as far as 1964. I didn't realize Kendo <laughs> Nagasaki was quite as old as that, to be honest. Um, if you'd have asked me when he made his in-ring in debut, I would have assumed it was the eight. Is. I didn't know it was as early as 71. So I'm, I'm guessing probably because it wasn't really shown on British TV at that time. So it was probably more just, he was probably a prominent wrestler, but he just wasn't as well known to the British public at that time. Oh, I must have missed that when he made his debut. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to actually figure out which one you talk about. Better day brought one. Okay, here we go. Um, well, I've, I've, you can do this after the show. You yeah, realize. I know, but that's, oh, okay. that's, what, that's who he is. And it's a yeah. woman. No, that's not it. Well, you got the wrong picture. You realize that's, <laughs> you realize Dave is a pretty common name, right? Okay. Yes, I'm fully aware. Yeah, of you, you probably spelt it completely wrong as well. B r o u g h t o. If you put Boston, if you put Boston Councillor, you're not going to be able to spell Councillor either. So, well, you just give In any case, Graham, it's. I mean, people have bizarre ones. I just hope he's not a Tory. I think he said he was an independent. I, I'm I think. fond of that. I'm fond of independence. Um, I think I did actually have the final results. Um, yeah, he was a Boston independent. The person that got the least number of votes was the Conservative Party candidate, uh, Susan Anita Jane Blackburn. I don't know why you'd need to say all four names, but hey, that's... that's well, I, I you say that, Graham, but you but you try announcing... Um, um, what's it? Um, RKJ about every single... Um, adjective he likes being put in front of his name. <laughs> uh, that's a little that's a little different that's uh, a little different as a wrestler being introduced as somebody who's standing for local council 
Yeah, that's, that's true. But Ben, my husband has four names, so. Okay, but he doesn't use all four of them when you. When he about. when he pisses me off, he does. Ah, okay. <laughs> hey, should we get to that speed check? So I yes. don't know if uh, Matt has explained this to you guys, but um, just so he doesn't talk for the whole show, we limit any bonus moments to ninety seconds. Uh, Rudy, if there's anything else that you thought was you'd consider a good cop moment, you are welcome to speak for up to ninety seconds. Um. Well, actually, another good cop moment would be um. Yeah, what Power said too earlier when um AEW uh will be here, um, it's like because they're in London, you will get all these other promotions that will actually head off into London to put on a show. It's like for wherever WrestleMania goes, um, I think we can all speak for that because when we were at WrestleMania thirty five, the amount of like different wrestling promotions that were around, and it only helps that indie wrestling. So when all elite wrestling come to London, all these other indie shows around the UK were gather together in London and put on a show. So it's only good for the British wrestling scene, which I I really love that. I think Matt was going to ask you, but I don't think he ever got back to me. Um, did you ever, did you see any other, did you see any of the indie shows when you were at WrestleMania? Like, did you go, we were, getting, we were specifically at the White Eagle Hall in uh, Jersey City, Matt, I want to say, for yeah. several different events. Yeah. So um, we were curious if you'd been to any of those for certain. I wanted to watch Supercard of Honor at Madison Square Garden. I was trying to persuade my mate, but he was he just like, nah, that. let's watch the Hall of Fame. I was like, well, it better be good, and that's when that matey jumped Bret Hart. I was like, well, at least it's something. To happened. be fair, we were at the Supercard of Honor. Matt doesn't remember it because he fell jealous, asleep. jealous. Graham, I'm muting you, Graham. Shut up. Okay, we were at a Supercard of Honor, but all anyone was talking about was Bret Hart being jumped to the Hall of Fame. Yes, well, I chose wisely then. That's all anyone was talking about <laughs> was what's happening across town. <laughs> then you saw uh, one of the, uh, oh, was it uh, FTR? I think it was uh, Dawson, just like. Punched the mate in the face when he just took him out back. I was like, oh, a little cheeky jab right there in the face. Oh, and boy, did he deserve it. Um, yeah. We didn't see and we um, Enzo and Cass rocked up, um, but we didn't see that because we'd stepped out for a brief at that point. Um, it, it was a good show. And yes, Graham, I did fall asleep momentarily during the show. <laughs> uh, you need to look up what the word momentarily means. I, I wasn't think. out for that long, was I? Well, it's funny how you don't remember like about five matches, but hey, Graham, Graham, well, we'll go with momentarily. We'll running, go with momentarily. I was running okay. on coffee and good wishes at that point, Graham. <laughs> I I've been awake from from about I had like me three hours sleep in two days. I'm not saying it's not justifiable, but don't say it's momentarily. You can if you were that tired, you missed several matches. I didn't miss several matches. I missed several moments in several matches. A difference. <laughs> did, did you guys go to WrestleCon? Uh, no, we did not know. Ah, oh, so uh, I didn't see any of the wrestling there, but um, just meeting the, the other wrestlers. I mean, I got to manage. I managed to see at least three members of the Nation of Domination. Missed out on Mark Henry because he had to go to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but um, as as they were gradually going, as they were gra- the only person left was poor D'Lo. Nice, I love D'Lo Brown. Yeah, but I don't think he was invited to the Hall of Fame. So you can see, you see, like uh, Ron Simmons, and uh. the Godfather, just saying, "Oh, we've got to go now. We've got to get dressed for the Hall of Fame." There's this dealer with his little chest protector. I'm like, anyone want an autograph? <laughs> I believe D'Lo Brown is a Liverpool fan, Matt. Yes, I was aware, Graham. It's always, it's always a good thing that, about D'Lo Brown. I knew I liked D'Lo Brown. I knew I liked D'Lo Brown. D'Lo Brown was in, um, wasn't he at a show this week? Last week? He was at a British wrestling event last week. Oh, I don't know which one, but I remember him being... I don't know if he was yeah. I'd love D'Lo Brown. 
Oh, that he's the, oh, he's awesome. Love Dio. Yeah. yeah. Did, any any WWF attitude stars like that, they're welcome on CXW. I'd love that. Imagine Rudy Root. I've, I've imagined someone like Oh, Dilo that's Brown a veteran match for you, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Dilo Brown was really Root. Let's go. That yeah. that that's a match which would steal the show for sure because Dilo, it wouldn't matter who went over in that match because both because Dilo would put you over if win or lose. Um, he's a real deal. Yeah, yeah, he's a, a real <laughs> deal now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Paris, what do you got for your ninety seconds? Anything else that caught your eye? Yes, um, again, a little bit personal, but um, I grew up watching wrestling and loved it. And when everyone said it wasn't cool, I still loved wrestling. I had everything uh, plastered over me for wrestling. I was famous for that. And none of my mates liked it. But in the last couple of months, in the last couple of weeks, my audio man, Dez, has started, uh, took my WWE network password and started watching wrestling because he's got into it since getting in the business and now every couple of hours he's texting me or every day talking to me about the attitude era from 2001 and what's this and what's that so my good cop is actually having a, a personal friend who actually absolutely loves wrestling because it's quite rare for around me so my good cop is that so it's nice to hark back to the 90s and early 2000s um, and teach and bore someone else about my passion for, for wrestling. So that's my good cop. I think it's always interesting. And having younger sons, um, the thing I, that I like watching wrestling is when they experience moments that they've never seen before. As diehard fans, they can be a little bit old hat, and we're used to it. But when they get to experience something like that for the first time, it's far more significant to them. So, no, yeah. I'm sure some of the things that he's sharing to you, you can remember it, but it might not be yeah. as cool as it is for him. But, no, that's great when you've got somebody like that, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we, no. think, we've, we, we like to think we've seen everything. I mean... When you get to the King of the Ring in 2001 and, see, and, we, and you see Graham Fair rest of all time, Shane McMahon get thrown through the glass, paint the, the glass. Uh, that was brutal. Absolutely brutal. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so I dare say that when, when you get to that, he'll love that because Kurt Angle. Actually, rest- yeah, he's, at, he's actually at 2001. He's at No Way Out. So he's at February. So he's a couple of months away, isn't he? What he'll, a pay per view. Oh, he's about to be at X7, and that's the best. The best one night with the main of all time. Yeah, they're just setting that up now, and he's um, he yeah. So it's, I can't wait. I said to him about two thousand and two though, because obviously that for me is the biggest roster. So I can't wait for him to start seeing like Hulk Hogan coming back and Brock Lesnar. So you've got two different, gen- three different generations. You've got three generations at the same time, and it's, just, it's all just like a big melting pot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good times. Yeah. All right, Matt, what you got? Well, I keep it brief. Okay, tonight on <laughs> okay tonight on SmackDown as we're recording, I'm aware this is going to be true that date. Uh, we've got Sheamus versus Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory. Uh, that'll be a beast of a match for sure. And the winner of that match will face the winner of Edge versus AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio. Give them half an hour, please. Give mm. them half an hour. That match is going to be delicious to watch. Um... Um, this week on AEW Dynamite, Don Callis turning on Kenny Omega. Didn't wow. see that coming. Every, some people said they saw it coming. I didn't see it coming. Um, chat the uh, chat GPT, the thing online. That, Rudy, that's a thing. The internet summit's coming up in a few years' time for you, mate. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay. um, um, the ten best of all time apparently are in reverse order: Triple H, The Undertaker, Bret Hart, Andre Giant. Shawn Michaels, John Cena, Ric Flair, The Rock, Stone Cold Austin, and Hulk Hogan. 
in reverse order from 10 to 1. We can debate that later, maybe. And uh, the last thing I wanted to put here is somebody um, bought some land with the intention of building a log cabin. The locals opposed his planning permission as they didn't want a log cabin being built on the private land. It backfired, though, because he bought a Boeing 747 shell, which doesn't need planning permission for as it has wheels. Hmm. And uh, I'm aware it's not wrestling related, but I thought a really good moment for, for shutting a load of um, Yeah, I'm going to keep it brief. <laughs> now you see why I laughed so loud at the start. Yeah, that, that sounds like an open agenda item. Go on, I'll give you a few extra seconds so you can talk about what you want to talk about. But I knew that was you it. That was it. Sorry. That was last bit. Yeah, that was it. Oh, yeah, okay. that's last bit. Oh, yeah, because it's nice to shut a Karen up. A lot of Karens up. I doubt. Isn't your mom's first name Karen? Yeah, but she's not a Karen. Yeah, she's, no, she's called Karen, but she's not a Karen. Oh, okay. you're, you're telling your mum to shut up. You can tell who is a Karen, you can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, for sure. My mum may be Karen, but she's not a Karen. She's not a Karen. She's just no. Karen. <laughs> absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm... No, I can't say it. No, please... <laughs> No, I don't want to be cancelled. Or carry on. <laughs> no, no, no. Please, Bob Beans. Paris. No, talk. no, no. Let's go. I'm a professional. <laughs> All right, my 90 seconds. Um, Ali Cat announced her engagement to JT Don. Uh, it was on Twitter. I said yes. Um, obviously, there's been some bad relationships uh, along the way. So, um, Ali Cat, somebody I really, or Ali Catch, I guess I should be saying. Uh, great to see happiness for her. Um, I did manage to catch a little bit of impact. Uh, Masha Slamovich versus Killer Kelly right at the start. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, there's a lot of good women on that promotion, as we've talked about multiple times, uh, Matt. Um, and great to see two more names coming along as well. Killer Kelly, I've not seen as much recently, but that was awesome. Uh, British Wrestling, Mark Andrews' podcast came back today, I think it was. I saw that on my iTunes. Uh, season 3 podcast debut with Becky Lynch. Uh, definitely recommend that you check that one out. And for my last moment, I got a tweet from uh, Bishop um, at TW Takes uh, who mentioned the fact that all goats, in terms of wrestling, their initials are RR. Now, he quoted Roman Reigns and he mentioned the <laughs> Rhea Ripley as well. And then that got me thinking, he's right. Rudy Root, obviously, as well. Uh, <laughs> Ronda Rousey. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez has got gold right now as well. Um, I went back a little bit further. Rollerball Rocco uh, for another name from British wrestling. Uh, Rick Rude. So, absolutely. I never really thought about it before, but definitely all the top wrestlers, you'd have to admit, um, have RR as their initials, for sure. You missed one of the most important ones, Graham. Uh, of course I did. They were the top... Well, I had a time limit as well, and I'm down, but those are the ones that I thought about. So, go on, give me a few more, then. Prove the point even more. Chico, Razor Ramon. Oh, didn't even think of Razor Ramon. Of course. The great, yeah. Arguably the greatest man to never be a world champion. Absolutely. I, I never noticed it before, but as soon as I saw that tweet, it was like, um, yeah, you've missed some straight away, but he's right. There's, um, there's a lot of wrestlers. Top there wrestlers. are quite a few. Maybe, maybe because RR just rolls off the tongue nicely for promoting stuff. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing, obviously. If I'd had a few more seconds, I was going to announce it was the Rolls-Royce of initials. Nice. Yeah, Rolls-Royce, apart from their engines and planes, which are fantastic, uh, Rolls-Royce cars nowadays aren't quite what they used to be. It was more that the fact that you probably didn't notice it's the same initials, Matt, as well. I did notice. I was fine. I was just saying that dead Germans are not quite as good. Okay. All right. Well, speaking about things that are not so good, how about we do some bad cop moments then? Good! Bad! 
All right, I'm not as good a booker as Paris is, but um, I think we're just going to stick with the same order. I think we'll see how that goes for this time. Uh, Rudy, that means you're up first again. Uh, bad cop moment, please. Oh, well, 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 that means that means I'm the co-main event. <laughs> <laughs> yes, love that's it. brilliant. Well done, Paris. Love Thank that. You. Thank you. The co-main event. I've got my title. <laughs> Um, uh, bad cop moment. Well, um, I would say it was actually a was it, it was a post that um, I think uh someone put on Facebook, and it was about um like people splashing out stupid money for um uh for AEW uh, for those front row seats. But it's like it's a shame that no one actually um invests that into their local uh, indie wrestling promotions, which you know. It's a shame because you know, I mean, you just don't know. Um, you go like if you go to these indie shows, you just don't know who you're gonna, you know, you could see like the future star there somewhere, you know, and years to come, they could be like on TV, but you just you're bypassing it just to see like um AEW, which is great, yes, but um, it's like at stupid prices though. So for front row seats or like the first five, whatever, but I would say, yeah, my bad cop moment would be like. Can people just like literally support local independent wrestling? Can, can, can I just say my bad cop at the moment was the same thing, funny enough, Rudy Rude. Yeah. So. <laughs> Great minds think alike. Yeah, yeah. It, to, be, to be fair, me and Graham are gonna gonna back you both on this. We we've I mean Graham's always been a massive fan of indie wrestling, right exactly for the days of Good Cop, Bad Cop. We're we're approaching our fifth anniversary and I'm later to the party of indie wrestling, mainly because I didn't have a local promotion to go to, um, which as soon as CW announced it was going to be in Colchester, I was like, half an hour on the train, absolutely. Now, now it's two hours on the train to get to Braintree, but that's that's more on me, not to not not on not on Paris, obviously. Um, the Table Academy is a great place to go, um, but absolutely, it's ridiculous um, when you think about the the talent that has come. AEW talent has come from the Indies for mm. the most part. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah. I mean, every weekend we went to Orange Cassidy's doing something or whatever, which was a little show to fill in for a promotion which folded. And in there, we saw a Swamp Monster Battle Royal, including Sweet Soraya. Yeah. And Shorty Blackheart was in there as well. And so was Chris Datlander and Annie Catch. Um, we also saw Logan Lee from the Row take part in a best seven out of 13 falls match. Oh, wow. It didn't last long as you're thinking. Before you... <laughs> uh, we saw a one minute, we saw a one minute match between two best friends, which was extended for ten seconds. A one uh, minute match. Yeah. It, it, Ari Cassidy put his show together. It was brilliant. Um, we had amazing. We had Teddy Hart reading a reading a poem about his cat. Um, which was it, was it went... a good poem though? No. Oh. The crowd went mental for it. Every time he finished a line, it was like, 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 this is wrestling. It was, it was, it was mental. The crowd was pretty much what you, what, 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 at CXW. It was fantastic. Um, Teddy Hart, a little bit more questionable nowadays, but, but at the time, things were, were, were it was, was, was what it was. Um, I had a point to make. Yes, the stars came through from there to, on AEW, Oh, Kathy, is one of the what arguably the second day world champion right now. Yeah. 
you know, I, I people from the indies, this is where your bread and butter is going to be for the next generation for sure. I mean, you look, you, you've got, you've also got to look at it from the other point. My, you know, my bad cop was kind of agree with the fact that people are paying those prices, but the amount of money that AEW have to spend on, for example, hiring Wembley. They have to have those seats at those prices, I suppose. So there's two ways of looking at it. But but Rudy's right in the terms of what you know. If you're willing to spend fifteen hundred quid um, for one show at AEW, why don't you spend five hundred quid on a year's worth of shows with us? So yeah, that's, absolutely. Give give the grand, he'll give you front row tickets for life. <laughs> no, no, mate. We'll 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 be there one day, mate. It'll be three grand for a front row seat for CXW. No, I wouldn't, you know. And I'll be calling and I'll still be calling it ringside with a grey beard probably. But yeah, exactly. But no, be... exactly. No, I mean it's it's you've got to look at where they're setting the show and how much money they're fronting. It's the bad copies. People struggle to get a hundred people at a show that they've invested a couple of grand, three, four grand in indie wise. So yeah, it, it, it's, yeah, it's, that's my good cop is the fact people are there. The bad cop is the fact is that mm. the British wrestling ain't seeing that sort of money pump into our shows. And that like, needs to change. It's like, like a double edged sword, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've got to keep working harder. Yes. You know, I'll, I'll, we've all got to work harder. Um, as promoters, as companies, and as wrestlers and everything else. And we just got to keep it right out. There is definitely something happening. I mean, I've, I've not been in the wrestling business that long, so I can't comment, but listening to other wrestlers, the last couple of years, it's starting to rise now. Oh, yeah. yeah. But we've just got to keep riding it and keep keep putting on shows and doing what we've got to do. There's a lot of competition out there between us all, which is great. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just a shame we're not seeing the thousands and thousands of people flocking to the show's to, to British wrestling. That's the mindset of the fans though. They want to see the finished product. They don't want to see the they don't want to see that person as they're working up. Where for me personally as an indie fan, I love the fact that I can see that person. You can tell straight away some people you like that person is just going to be an absolute star. And but then when you see them later and they are on WWE each, each weekly, it's fantastic. Seeing people like Shotzi who you mentioned Matt, that that's awesome to see things. You, like you met Shotzi at ringside, you met her mum? Absolutely. Um that was me a yim. I'll be in, sorry, me and you. That was me, but there'll be another example. She's on SmackDown now. On the way up. I'm sure the music industry must have parallels with that as well. Like yeah. the people talking about, hey, look, this is a really great band, but no one wants to pay to see them or anything like that. Yeah. Superstars. Uh, Matt, um, bad cop moment on you. Uh, you were trying to remember all those matches. This must be the first time you've ever forgot about the dodgeball match and the fact that you got to touch Wheeler Yuda's balls. Now, I can't believe you didn't bring that up. How would that escape your brain? I I'm shocked. I know we said we wouldn't talk about it anymore. Because you told me not to talk about it anymore. Because <laughs> you told me not to talk about it anymore. You have a legal edict with me. I can't say it anymore. Yes, it seemed like you'd forgotten it. No, I'm just, you've, oh, okay. you've forbidden me from mentioning it anymore. But now you oh, mentioned okay. it. Yes, after we finished the, the dodgeball match. Oh, you're not going to give context, are you? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there, there was a dodgeball <laughs> match, and then afterwards, Willie was posing, and I handled his balls in a picture. Not nice. involved the, the dodgeball. I did. did I didn't say. I didn't say bonnet, did I? No, but if you're going for context, we'll we'll give the full context. <laughs> and the picture is out there. Willie was rather shocked. <laughs> As well, he was wonderful. He was wonderful. He wasn't healed at the time either. He was wonderful about it. Oh, he was a total baby face at the time, cleanly yeah. shaped. And then he, and then he uh, baby face. Well, he was literally not. Yeah. A, 
not a bit of fluff on his head. He was a, he was a ball on his chin as Graeme is on his head. <laughs> lovely visual for an audio podcast. There you um, go. Speaking of lovely visuals, unfortunately, my bad copy is slightly crude. Uh, do I need to go first then? It's crude. Oh, okay, that's fine. Sometimes you'll come up with one and it's like, yeah, thanks. There's no way I can follow that. Oh, All you right. can follow it properly. You can follow it for sure. Oh, uh, okay. This last 24 hours, maybe slightly longer, um, Devon Dudley was trending. I saw, but okay. I didn't hear why. I didn't have a yeah, sense yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're talking about it then. De- yeah. Well, you might not be grateful about it. Devon Dudley was trending because his likes, as we, as all of our likes are, on Twitter, by the way, Rudy, this is a, that, this is a thing which we use for promoting things on a new... Twitter? Yeah, he, he, Rudy's, a, Rudy's a 90s guy, 80s and 90s guy, it's all good. Uh, Twitter, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's something we use to promote things via a bluebird. Okay. I, I don't like birds. They're, 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 I, don't, I actually don't like them. They always crap on me. Well, that's, that's that. Well, one could argue Twitter's much the same thing sometimes. Um, actually, perfectly be back in, unfortunately, because Devon Dudley, as all of our, all of ev- anyone on Twitter, anything you like, you can see on someone's profile. Anything you like, which is fine, you know, because it, it's a good way of seeing what's if you're in the same sort of thing. People are into something, like that, and then you can find people through that sort of thing. It's a good way sometimes. It's very good for sharing stuff. For the CXW at CX Wrestling on Twitter, it's the best way of sharing that stuff. You can do it through that. But Devon Dudley was sharing unintentionally that he likes women of a certain disposition, shall we say? Um, we're not a family show nowadays anymore, but mm, cuckolded, shall we say? Okay. It was. A particular sexual fetish that he was into, um, and everyone was screaming at Devon. Devon, Devon, we can see your likes. We can see your likes. <laughs> I'm not sure how. One person was a sinner, and then obviously it blew up from there. Yeah. But that's what social media can do. He has unliked it all. Unfortunately, people have screenshotted it and shared it. Uh, and also thanks to the it's his, out there now. It's out there. It's very much out there now. Um, there's also a lot of pictures of him liking women who are going to um, impact and, and indie shows and things in very, very skimpy material. Um, the picture of Jordan Grace from behind in a thong, basically. Um, comparatively, Graham, I think I would have been fine for the interview compared to, compared to that situation. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, for more of a story than this one, basically, it's bad cop because, guys, remember, if you like something, everyone can see it. Okay, just be careful. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't hurt anybody, of course. I mean, Devon is entitled to have his own desires. It's not illegal what he was doing. It's fine. But just remember that. We'll move on. Devon, get off Twitter. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was going to give some uh, bad cop advice. I was going to suggest to Rudy if he doesn't know what Twitter is, he should talk to uh, Lunatrix. He can, uh, she can definitely set him straight on Twitter. Well, well, she actually—I don't think she actually knows how Twitter works because I I do recall her saying every time she puts something on there, she goes tweet. She doesn't. That's why it was going to be bad cop advice. She, she, she's, she would admit that she's not a Twitter person for sure. I don't even Um, get it. I don't get Twitter. It's just. (laughs) 
It's just sort of a platform just to voice your opinions. That's all it is, isn't it? In 90 or so characters. Uh, it's just like, just like Facebook, but it's a bird this time. More or less, yeah. More or less, yeah. Um, there was a there was a time where you could share things from Facebook to Twitter, but you can't any ever since um, Elon Musk bought a platform. You can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Graham, um, mine, mine's kind of really a, a short moment, but um, I did have Jackson watching the uh, backlash with me on uh, Saturday night, and um, one thing that he noticed straight away: if a nine year old notices something, you would think that other people would notice it as well. And sometimes when you see something that's incidental, it can kind of take your mind off the match a little bit, and then it can wow. distract you. Um, it was um, the Zelina Vega and. Um, rematch was, was fantastic um as zelina's coming out obviously the crowd reaction is fantastic and the outfit that she's got on as well like absolutely perfect that's definitely going to get a rise from the from the crowd as well his point was um from behind the flag was the correct direction but from the front the flag was in the wrong direction how difficult would it have been to make an outfit that's got basically two flags so whichever side you look at it from the flag is in the correct place so, I don't know. It seemed like it would be something... Obviously, the crowd's going to focus on the face as she's walking out. But as she was walking out, the flag was in, in reverse. Um, I noticed it as well. It was something I thought that could have been a little bit... Which was... It obviously didn't bother the crowd, but it was something that was like, that would have been so easy to fix. And it would have been such a good picture as well, where you could have actually had her face and the flag in the correct order. So, but yeah, things that take you off the match that are kind of trivial, that could have easily been fixed, I guess, is kind of my bad cop moment. But kind of a short one today. Mm. Well, there was a lot of good stuff this week, so it was, was a lot of good stuff. It, it wasn't as easy to pick something bad this week. It was a good week for wrestling in general, for sure. And the fact that we've not had a lot of major, major bad cop moments, apart from ones that we would like to see improvements, obviously, hmm. um, it, that's a good thing, for sure. For sure. Does that mean we haven't got any speed check, though? Oh, we got 90 seconds if there's other things we want to talk about. Uh, Let's do Rudy Roots. You have 90 seconds up to 90 seconds. If you've got anything else bad cop related to mention. Um, well, if any, I'm trying to think. Uh, it's probably just, probably might get in trouble with this. I don't know. But it's just um, maybe certain wrestlers just forgetting where they come from. Um, it's just, just be, because um, down the line, they're probably... Um, they get all like uh, high, and mighty. high and mighty. Yes, I'm trying to find the nicest words to say. They might go high and mighty, but they just need to remember where they came from. Because if whoever you are working with, um, and they're, they're green as grass, just remember, like you were once them yourself. You were so just be more humble and uh, more helpful. Because because you got because you you as you said you started there. You got to bring yeah. the green through. Yeah, and at the end of the day, the thing, the people who are only really benefiting is actually the people, the paying customers watching. So just, I would say, like, just work together and just uh, put on the best show you can. It's not bad yeah, advice. Yeah. That is great advice. And I don't think you that because I think one of the biggest things I've always had about, um, not just um, in wrestling, but in any um, sport or any business for that matter, uh, remember where you came from because once upon a time you were nothing. Yeah. At some point you were nothing. Well, maybe Shame It Man. He's open to that rule. But yeah. Well, he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Literally. According to the, according to the commentary, yes. According to James Jim Ross, he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. 
<laughs> what about All you? Right, Paris. Oh, that was my bad cop. Bad cop related. Um, my bad cop would be. Oh, I did think of one, but now I can't remember it. Um, Buy more no. sausages. Yeah, no. Oh, I t oh yes, I do remember it. Sorry, it's been a long week. The reason why it's been a long week is before a CXW show, we step up promoting and start door to door, which is great. I love it. I used to do it as a kid, door to door sales, or say a kid, a twenty year old selling bloody protector coat on top of housing, so you'd be weatherproofing your house from the outside and knocking doors in the winter. Well. My bad cop at the moment is I've been doing it all week and every day I've got wet. And oh, every no. day for the last three shows, if it ain't snowing, it's windy. If it ain't windy, it's wet. So my bad cop is bad British weather. Next week, I am back on the doors. Please, can I have some sunshine? Please. Thank you. It's not much That's to ask, is it? We want British sunshine. Snow. No. Thank you. That's not too much of an ask, really, is it? Just a, just a, just a day or two of sunshine. <laughs> I want to top up my tan. I want to. I want to wear my Macho Man tank top and my Macho Man shorts, and I want to be out there, not bloody in the rain. People feeling sorry for me, but um, that's that's what I'd like. My bad cop is just British weather for wrestling sales. Such a British moment. We're not yeah. allowed nice things in Britain. No, except <laughs> for tea. Right. No, no. I think it was very hypocritical. You told somebody they can't go over 90 seconds when you do it on a weekly basis, but and you already did it once this episode as well. But go ahead, see if you can try. And that's when you were being brief as well. But go ahead, see if you can. We'll give you a second chance to see if you can do it. Okay, Kenny Omega versus John Moxley on Dynamite. Nothing on the match. Match was great. Match told a great story. I loved it. No problem about it at all. The fact is, on Dynamite, not a pay per view. Uh, I feel that matches of that level should be on a pay-per-view. They need more and they need more events. And they may well get that with the deal that will coming up, apparently, which is gonna be a streaming service, apparently. So we may get cheaper AEW events, which may make things better all around in general. Um Trinity Fatu is apparently only signed until Slammiversary. So it's only a three month deal. Uh, apparently, yeah. so that's bad cop for whoever signed that deal and didn't kind of for a longer deal because I think that's that's bad cop on impact. They should have got for a longer deal, my personal opinion. Um, Rey Mysterio doing his whole promo in Spanish on SmackDown last week just just because Graham wanted to hear me say it this week. Um, it's obviously fine, he's in Puerto Rico, it's fine. Um, and the last thing here is Pride and Honor Wrestling in Southampton, uh, which is happening tomorrow night. Um, as we are recording yesterday, as this is going out, um, not the show, the show's gonna be amazing. Rudy's on the card. Um, it's the fact that I can't make it because of accommodation prices and the travel costs. It would it would have been cheaper to fly to to America. Wow. Oh boy. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um. I'm going to pick you just up on a lot on that Trinity deal at all. It might be she said, look, I'm looking for a bigger deal, but hey, if I, I can give you three months and then I want to see where I'm feeling and perhaps if I'm liking it, I might want to stay a little bit. You can't just say that it's bad on impact. That, that might have been all she offered. And if you get a chance to take Trinity for three months, you take Trinity for three months. It's like if you get a chance to get D'Lo Brown for one match to appear at CXW. I'm sure you'd like him a lot longer than that, but you'll take yeah. one match. Absolutely, if that's all you can get. Yeah, exactly. It's a real deal, as we said earlier. The real uh, deal. You know, I, 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 I say it. my opinion, and I'm clearly in a minority here. 
Well, linking this into what you said, though, you might not like this because you haven't, if you haven't caught Impact this week, Trinity did appear in the ring on the show, uh, which was not a pay per view. Um, the The main event is phenomenal, definitely worth checking out. Uh, but Trinity did come into the ring and she did do some wrestling. Um, it wasn't a match, but she has had some wrestling now, and I'm I'm sure that's one way you'd say as well, save for a pay per view. Certainly, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. My 90 seconds. Um, one of the things that I didn't like, I, I saw I watched it, but it was I was like, oh, it's on YouTube, let me watch it. Um, the Hardys match, I, I'm not sure what it was. Um, the one from about five years ago, I, I love the one with the mower of lawns, I thought that was uh, fantastic. Um, this new compound match, I, I don't know, it, 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 I watched it, I watched it all the way to the end, but it didn't really do anything for me. I don't know if it's just too old hat at this point, I, I'm not sure, I didn't like it. Um, WWE Treasures, or whatever that show's called, was really interesting. Um, the bad cop moment is their prediction on how much something would cost. Um, they found the DX tank, um, and they valued it at forty to 50000 Um The guy wanted 300000 Now, I don't know about car price. Car prices in, in the US right now are really expensive. I'm not sure if that's true in England, whether they've gone up a lot. But to expect yeah. a classic piece of... Uh, memorabilia like that to only for 40,000 I, I thought they were way off on that so they not surprisingly they didn't get it so bad on them for not doing that and um the show they actually also had um while they were talking about dx there was a warning at the start the following show program contains suggestive dialogue and visuals viewers discretion is advised um are those things really necessary i, I think if you know what dx is do you, even if you don't know what dx is do you really need warning about that it already said tv 14 at the start it seemed unnecessary probably more an unsure cop moment than a bad cop moment but um i was short on material this week and i always like to try and fill as much of the 60 uh, 90 seconds up as i possibly can <laughs> like that just like that boom <laughs> no, super. Some people do get, on the button. You know, some people do get um, annoyed with suck it still. So it, it, in twenty twenty three, I mean, come on. If it's a, a fourteen, if a fourteen or above is watching that, that's pretty tame, I think, for I for agree. today's teenagers. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. It, it didn't seem necessary to me. It might be one of those where they have to say what it is, but it was like, really, come on. Um, <laughs> Sisters, brothers, and non-binary others, welcome to the Devil's Advocate round of the Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling podcast. This is myself and Graham, and our guests this week, who are my boss, Adam Paris, and um, and the retro dude, Rudy Root. We're throwing Devil's Advocates at each other, which are ridiculous statements we do not believe in and must be defended for 20 seconds. Um, Matt, and I propose we do like we did the other week. I think we should lead off and demonstrate how it's done, and then we can see what our guests feel like. Well, I'm happy to do so. And of course, and I are believing that what we're saying is the truth and not just being said to, to annoy our, our opponents. Take over our DA, DA, Michael Pellegrini at Dying Format. So, Grand, do you want first or second? I'm, I'm ready to deliver. I am ready to deliver one to you. All yeah, right, that's, um, the one I have for you is, I'd like you to defend the fact, um, from the moment earlier, we've talked about all the best wrestlers have the initials RR. Now, um, I'd like you to defend the best wrestler whose initials are RR, of course, is Ryan Reeves, a.k.a. Ryback. Ryback is somebody, Graham, who I have talked about at length on this show. He is somebody who has his, has his show. Uh, he has... An amazing amount of potential. He has so much potential to be a to be a world champion and a Hall of Famer, Graham. I can't defend it. Ryback, go to fucking hell. I wish I had Ryback. 
I was actually a fan of Ryback. I just feed me more. I just feel I've got away. I've shouted while Chris is recording. Feed me more sausages. <laughs> Burgers. Um, I know you're for it tonight. Have you? Yes. I know that you don't like Ryback, and I saw that was I was going through the list. I, 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 I'll take that name off the list and save that for the Devil's Advocate. I would work with him if need be, of course. But, um, <laughs> but my personal opinion is that uh, you could do better. <laughs> my personal opinion is you could do better. All right, Matt. Come on. Okay, your Devil's Advocate, Graham, for me is... <clears throat> Rudy Roo had been a great guest, and I know he loves his fans. So I'd like you, Rudy Root, to give Paris his own chop party at Summer Smash It. I have no idea what that was talking about at all, but I'll do the best that I can. All right, so the chop party is when you uh, hit people on the chest like you take for, for fun. So certain people have a satisfaction in just receiving a chop. So, um, yeah, I know Paris likes to go for a little craziness out there. That's how you get your fans in. You want to see something different. What better than seeing the owner of a company get chopped by a professional wrestler? Just think of Vincent Stone Cold, Steve, Steve Austin. Yeah, I don't know really what you're trying to get there. I'm hoping I did a reasonable attempt to what you're trying what to What I was trying to say, Graham, there was I wanted you... To um, basically endorse Rudy to basically chop the hell out of Paris. Oh, okay. Well, I kind of did. I see you on June the second, Paris. Uh, the, my insurance, the fans my insurance would like doesn't to... allow me. My insurance <laughs> doesn't allow see, me. I don't. I, the part I was confused is though the fans would like to see that though. But you said no, it's not, not heel yet. You don't agree with. So that's yeah. why I was <laughs> a little confused. You wait. I'm not heel yet. You'll know when I'm heel. At the moment, I'm a good guy. Yeah, I'm horrible he, too. Yeah, he, he hasn't hit me with a chair yet. So yeah, there you go. Just, uh, <laughs> if you're me to defend it from Paris's point of view, I kind of understood it. Like he's obviously not going to want to take a chop from Rudy. But yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. Perhaps I misunderstood it. But I, I got that's okay, of... Graham. It was it was it was going to be that, but it was either that or uh, Rudy Root um, had been a great guest, but Luna was better. Ah, <laughs> well, once you started with Rudy Root was a great guest, I thought you better not stop talking now because if you do, you're a real dickhead. It's like that's a, I was like that, always okay. not a good guest or something. I was like, you're gonna ask me to defend that? I was like, oh my, I didn't know, I did not know where you were going with it, but that's okay. Um, are we doing? All right, you can do the organizational side of this. Okay, I got so now you've got an idea of it, uh, Rudy. Do you have one to deliver, or would you like to receive? I will receive. Okay, okay, Rudy Root. Um, your devil's advocate. What's up? Isn't it my turn to do? You just delivered one, isn't it my turn? After you, yes, Graham. Sure. But we both have one for you, so it's fine. <laughs> this is very niche, but hey, this, we got to go with what we go with. So my devil's advocate for you, then, Rudy, is having um having wwe putting on a show at the o2 mm. and uh aew putting a show on at wembley the mm. next logical step would be for impact wrestling to put on a show at what was formerly known as colonel bogies colonel bogies oh man what what a great place to have it i mean the fans would be so close and uh, personal with the uh, wrestlers on the on the night um i think it'd be the perfect time i mean like the bar sales would go through the roof um, it's just, it's one of those like little, uh, hidden, like underground clubs. You just want to get involved with, with impact wrestling. Perfect. Um, and on the, on the button as well. I hope that was good. I'm not very good at these devil advocates. You know, that's the first you one I've ever done. It. <laughs> it. Definitely double R, R, R there. Look, you smashed it. I'm, 
I'm not even sure if that building's there anymore. Um, it's a, a a very notorious place in Sandown um, on the Isle of Wight. Yes. Oh, that <laughs> I didn't even think of actually uh, the bogeys on the Isle of Wight. I just thought like because it's non-existent anymore. I thought there might have been a bogey somewhere. Also, in the UK. If you were referring to the one in Sandown, I should have I said gone, Sandown. I would have gone. No, oh, I, I didn't even know that you. I thought you did understand what I was talking about. You, you. Well, man, that was the best bluff ever. Man. You bluffed that one very well. Yeah. Really. Yes. I generally, that was the case. I would have said that our oh, bogeys would be great for impact wrestling. You'd be like, you'd be waste high water. You will. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll give you a second to compose yourself, really. Um, Paris. Do you yes. have one? To, are you want to receive or deliver? I'll receive, please. Oh. I'm a receiver. Okay. Um, your devil's advocate for me is, uh, I'm I'm trashing myself here. Sam Wakefield will do commentary with Matt at every six W show going forward. Ladies and gentlemen, last show we saw beautiful chemistry between Matt and Samuel Bloody Wakefield. It was absolutely fantastic. It's what the fans want. It's like Gorilla and Bobby Heenan all over again. It's like JR and the King all over again. It was a beautiful relationship. I can't wait to see it prosper and no one else can. It left such a reaction that when it came to the main event and I was joined by Brett on commentary... I actually dropped an F bomb. <laughs> yes. I like I didn't say Sam Bloody Wakefield, I said Sam fucking Wakefield. I was so in the moment. I was like I I generally I was only looking at the UKP and say I do want him, I'm gonna throw him in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I generally think I'm gonna have beef at some point with Wakefield in the ring. And that's why he's doing his job very well. And he's doing very well in the British wrestling scene. Very, very well. Very, very well. Very, 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 very pleased to call him uh, a, a peer for sure. Uh, yeah. Right. Do you have one to deliver to us, guys? If not, that's fine. Because I've got one to give to you still, Rudy. I, I want to deliver one to you, Matt. So I want you to defend and tell me why the return of Shawn Michaels and in 2018 with Triple H was a fantastic match against Kane and The Undertaker. There are several reasons why that was so important, Paris. Let me take you on a little journey here, okay? The money that the Saudis were paying was, was to line Shawn Michaels' bank account. It was quite simple, really. That's what was such a good idea. Whether or not the fans liked it, it's irrelevant. It was good for business. And that's why it was... A um, good... Oh, no, no. Don't be a word of it. Don't be a word of it. <laughs> Absolutely no. a word of it. But I think you've got to sell it like you like you believe it. Absolutely. It's a, it's a promo yeah. challenge. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah. It was not a good match at all. Thankfully, Taker had a better match after that still in him. But the Shawn Michaels hasn't, and that's what's got to happen. HBK, if you're out there, CXW wants you, mate. We've got sausages, beer. Well, you can't have beers anymore. Ice We've cream. got sausages, ice sausages, cream. sausages, ice cream, ice cream, Rudy Root. All right. And, and cheesecake. Rudy Root. Really yeah, Root versus Shawn Michaels ladder match, right? We're, yeah. we're coming for Shawn. We'll have that. We'll have that for sure. <laughs> right. Um, Graham, do you have one for, for Paris? 
I do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's actually perfect timing that you actually uh, chose me to do this one. Um, let me just make sure I can find where's this tweet. Um, I'd like you to defend a tweet that I saw from somebody called, oh, actually, sorry, it's a Facebook page, uh, from the History of Wrestling. And their statement was that Christian Cage and Luchasaurus are the modern day Kane and Paul Bearer, but better. These guys are absolutely fantastic because not only is Christian Cage a better talker than Paul Bear, Luchasaurus is scary, the Undertaker. He's taller and bigger and better, and he's going to have a longer career than Undertaker because his character is more defying and more earth-shattering. What a pair they are. Oh, on the button. Absolutely. Um, that was the definition of a hot take as far as I was concerned when I saw that. The comments weren't particularly complimentary to the original poster, that's for sure. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I, I think that's absolutely shocking. Um, and me being a Paul Bear is actually on what he is. I'm probably a massive fan of Paul Bear, and I got to have a chat with him on Twitter many years ago about British wrestling, actually, oh, wow. uh, just before he passed. And um, oh, no! Paul Bear, yeah, memorable, memorable. And that, oh yeah, I do it. I do it all the time, every day. My kids get embarrassed, but <laughs> yeah, what, what a man. What, what? Lord, what a legend he was, and uh, well, yeah. plays in the Hall of Fame for sure. Yeah, definitely. Right. Okay. Rudy. Yes. Your devil's advocate for me. I had one which was really, really harsh, which I'm not going to give to you. Okay. I'm going to give you this one instead. Right. Uh, 20 seconds to defend this. Iron Man matches are easy. I could do two a night, seven days a week. Oh, man. Yeah. It's just, I've never. Uh, breeze. I mean, just like you know, they're the best matches you can ever have. I mean, just slap on that rest hold, and you've got them for a good hour. You have, you know, it's just like you got them. You got them in the palm of your hand by then. It's, also, you got to like do a lot of crowd work. You crowd work, and they'll be making noise. Your job's easy doing for two matches. Um, I imagine are not easy. Yeah, uh, I know that you were. I mean, you and you and you and you and um, Jack Tanaro, you you ripped the house down. Um, oh, you watched it? Oh, man. I, I've, I've seen bits of, yeah. I've seen bits of, yeah. Thanks to the, the clip that I've been put up on Facebook. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal. Um, as always, I mean... I, I loved mean, it. Kane's favourite side. Um, Matt Jackson has done a great job with... He's amazing. Oh, uh, yeah, Kane's side. He is, uh, he's incredible. I mean, um, he should be, in my eyes, he should be signed um, to a big major deal. He really should. Um, he's taught basically everyone outcast from the ground up he um yeah that iron man literally um the precise time was 62 minutes 45 seconds because we went into sudden death and uh quite literally um the feedback from everyone afterwards they were just saying like um the pace the pacing of it just everyone was all glued in and uh, yeah yeah when i swore i will have to swear on this podcast yeah yeah it's um he called the crowd um one, because um, he outdid me uh, in a certain um, tech exchange, and he shouted to the crowd, one nil to me, you cunts. And then I I dropped him shortly after, and I went, hey, Jackson, one all, you cunt, right in his face. And he did, and the whole place just went absolutely crazy. Nice. He actually, he actually said he popped himself. I could actually see him like trying to hide it, because it's like, it's very rare you actually hear Rudy Root actually swear. Yeah, I would not. That's not six W people. Cover your ears. Cover your ears. Yeah, I do apologize. Yeah. 
Rudy Root is being cancelled. I thought Graham, it no, <laughs> no. Graham, you said he could swear, Matt. Yeah, but not that word. <laughs> Okay. Oh, you got edited, Julie, oh, this good week. Cop, just, put, just put a beep over There'll be a I, ring I, bell there. The ring bell will be coming out for that, yes. That's the only word that I don't allow. <laughs> my my apologies to the CXW people. It's Sorry. all good. It'll be fine. <laughs> That's a good story, though. That, that was, That's a great story. That was well worth adding the ring bell in to make you do the edit for that. You know what, actually, Graham? Sod it. Ah, fuck it. Yeah, just leave it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> just for context, um, the other ones I was going to give to Rudy was Jackson Arrow is just better, um, which I thought was way too harsh. <laughs> um, because I personally, I personally think you're on the same level. My personal opinion, you're on the same level. Oh, right? wow. Thank you very much. That's very um, kind. Um, Paris, your one was going to be the fact I'm now a downloadable character on W2K23. Um, with Zach Zodak means I'm going to book myself to beat him for the title. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, all this CXW is just all going to end up with me being Vince McMahon getting a hold of it. I'm going to win the Raw Rumble, the Survivor Series, the Championships, everything. All right, all right Triple H, all right. I'm just double yeah. check, Graham. <laughs> I am. How many down? <laughs> um, Paris has been uploaded since the since the eighth, since Monday, since the eighth. Okay. Yeah. So, how many times do you think he's been downloaded? Oh, come on, don't do this to me. I need to download <laughs> you're asking, myself. You're asking me something about gaming? Yeah, that's going to get For a good context, one. Graham? For context? No for context, Zach Zodiac, particularly okay. world champion, 29 times. Okay. You still want me to make a guess? Yeah. yeah. Right, look, I would have well, when family. I have to make random guesses like this, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy tells me 42. <laughs> not 42 um i will say that it needs to be shared more clearly because it's only five no, um, i'm happy with five but that's that's good that's, that's good yeah that's, that's good all the championships all the championships are in the game but there's an arena in the game yeah um there is um um i think they, they need to be really recreated we need to get like get so, so, so basically so good wrestling luck. creations uk is a, a chap that's into his deathmatch wrestling and he's got into cxw because of we've used Dar danny darko and big joe but some of the stuff he's got i mean my, i haven't actually downloaded the match man because i've actually bought the game because i've played the cxw stuff it's really good for me it's like whoa but, um, yeah i mean what i've seen on the screenshot it, it looks more like me than i look like me so <laughs> but the thing the thing is it's just getting it's the the um it's I don't know. It's just it's phenomenal what he can do, and the plan is for him to do more six W wrestlers as we go on. So he will be doing uh, wrestlers. So don't worry. I've asked for Rudy Root, so it'll be it'll be quality. Yeah, absolutely. Good, good luck to him. He's going to fill in all my tattoos. Yeah, no, he will do. I don't know what he does. I mean, I'm not. A, I'm the only game. I believe. I, I, I believe what he does is photos. I believe he's like like a photo scan. And then, and then it goes on. Then he goes onto the website and uploads it all that way because that's yeah. how because they've done that with a lot of faces for like Scott Steiner's new model, for example. People have done it. Yeah, yeah. got a lot of Scott yeah. Steiner. Yeah, yeah. Can I tell you what my alternative devil's advocate for Paris was going to be? Absolutely. Oh dear. The only reason we had a raffle to uh, commentate on a match for CXW was because it's very clear I need a new co-commentator. <laughs> Actually, it's to replace me. 
<laughs> no, hey. no, 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 no. Even though Matt's it, been mean to me recently, I'm, I'm not going to be mean. I won't be mean back. I won't be, to I, be I, fair, I we we do, we have a little bit of needle ground, but the thing is, we're good cop, mad cop. We are we are pretty much best friends. It's all good. Uh-huh. Same yeah. story. Yeah, of course. Uh-huh. And I, 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 um, the thing with that raffle prize, the kid that's going to do it, if he's still a bit unsure, but it's a great, great opportunity. But have you seen? Sorry to interrupt. Have you seen the raffle prize for this uh, for this show? Yes, I you, have. You can, not. You can take home real body hair of a wrestler. Oh God! So we oh, we God. have a match. We have a match. We have moustache versus back hair. <laughs> oh yeah. no! Whoever loses will lose their moustache or back hair, which is very personal to them. The raffle winner will get to shave or wax it and take the body air home free of charge, ladies and gentlemen. Remind <laughs> me to not enter that raffle. <laughs> oh. Save it. Put, oh, put, up for, put up for auction. Yeah. Got, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. One day, we'll be having CXW treasures and someone will want that moustache or back hair and I'll be sitting there saying, I wish I'd have won that raffle now. Ladies and gentlemen, one pound a ticket, do it. This is quite a big deal, though, because... Um, Victor Logan, obviously CXW before, obviously, but yeah. Mr. Tim Strange, I believe, is his debut in CXW. Yes. Yeah, this is big. Yeah, yeah to be fair though, Victor Logan, when he came down, he was um, he was in the Royal Rumble for the first show, but he he's actually grown so much, and I actually watched him win the Isle of Wight Championship live at Outcast, and it was a brilliant moment. But Victor Logan, good, good guy, good character, good wrestler. Um, and I'm excited to get him back. And Mr. Tim Strange is a big old school six foot six cowboy. Um, and he suits CXW. And I can't wait to have him on board. It'd be great. Yeah. I was like, I'd say actually, yeah, Victor Logan, he is stupidly strong. Um, yes. Um, we all call him our limitless Victor Logan because this guy has no, there's no boundaries. He's just like, anything else you can lift up? It's like, I mean, <laughs> He caught me in midair for a suplex. I was ju- I jumped off the ropes. He just caught me in a suplex. But he's quick as well. I uh, he's got he's got everything. Yeah. Guy's very talented. Yeah, yeah and, he, very... and he and he he tagged with you in that match. Yes, uh, civil after. war. He may be he may be hairless at that point. Of... Maybe yeah, hairless. Well, maybe hairless. Again, it's, you know, it's massive thing on the line it's their image it's their gimmick isn't it the moustache is at the back hair just like the career that's on the line at cxw sorry i'm plugging it again absolutely no absolutely ali okay against um oh i need sassy bear clarence sassy bear yes absolutely honestly and this is real shoot this is going one of these guys is going to have their last ever match with us they're putting their career on the line wow And Matt, I just realised the devil's advocate for Paris really should have been. If the moustache versus back hair match is successful, at the next show you'll see a pubes versus pubes match. At oh, if no. it sells a ticket, I'll do anything for a ticket sale. <laughs> well, something that, should sell, something that should sell more than one ticket is the fact that the retro dude Rudy Root, for the first time ever, is going one-on-one with a former CXW World Heavyweight Champion, RKJ. Mm. Yeah, that's mad. The yeah. match for the ages. I can't wait to call that one. The can't match of the century. Be brilliant. I think brilliant. Uh, this is the point where we should um, probably ask you guys one last time to, um, if you've got social to give out, do, do give them out. Um, I'm going to ask Paris to do his first. So uh, you've been there, done that. So it's at CX Wrestling for Twitter. 
Um, Championship Extreme Wrestling, Facebook, Instagram, cxwrestling.com. Um, then you can get tickets. But yeah, we want to see you on June the 2nd. So at Championship Extreme Wrestling. Indeed. Mr. Root. Uh, yes, my Facebook. You'll uh, find me at uh, the retro dude, Rudy Root. And on Instagram, it's Rudy.root. And yeah, you'll see me on June the 2nd at Championship Extreme Wrestling. And then on June the 3rd, you'll see me at Civil War of Outcast Pro Wrestling. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us this week. And uh, we can't wait to have you both back in the future. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's been thank a you, lot. guys. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a blast. It's been an absolute hoot and holler. <laughs> Good. Good. All right, we've got a late uh, moment that came in um, as we were recording, Matt. So I'm going to start with that uh, from the Mid Wrestling Roundup podcast. Um, at Good Bad Wrestle, this is a late, great cop moment. And it's from at Real Sierra. I told you more st- cool stuff was happening. Uh, at official PWI, and it's um, from the wrestler Sierra. And I can see the cover of the current PWI magazine, and uh, Sierra's featured as one to watch. So if you're a subscriber, I will. I need to download the latest one from Zinio, actually. Um, you can check out about Sierra. That's awesome stuff from uh, from Tom, as always. Uh, I'm going to go to Morty, Morty JR5. Uh, best cop moment, backlash, bloody brilliant, especially Priest and Bad Bunny. Also, a potential AEW show with CM Punk, FTR, Miro, etc. Sounds like my kind of show. No, if you could do the next one as well, I would appreciate it because I see my wife is texting me and I need to respond. All good. I can happily take care of that. Um, I'm going to go to um, uh, Pig's Bladders. uh, Best cop moment. Cody getting destroyed by Brock. So at least he's out of a new title paycheck and have his redemption story. Uh, Worst cop moment. Uh, Brock destroying Cody. Glad it happened. Just the way it happened was too obvious and expected. Uh, I don't know. Was it? Do you really think? Do you, I don't know. I, I When I watched Raw, I wasn't expecting that to happen. I wasn't being brought to In the first hour. So, I, I, I bet they the rock up in the main event sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So, so, rocking up in the first match didn't fit out at all. No. Um, Cherry Jerry at uh, Heel Cherry Jerry. Uh, best cop moment still hung over Cody's win against Brock. And a worst cop moment, uh, Devon, you mentioned. Um, not sure about the riddle, so I'm assuming that's not the same story. I'm assuming people, some seconds. people don't like riddle. Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, the Mount Rushmore Wrestling Podcast. Um, good Dude. cop moment. Uh, I'll, I'll get some last year, of course. Welcome back, guys. Uh, upcoming announcement rumors for the big TV deal for AEW. Indeed, it looks like a big, big deal. Uh, bad cop, hard to not want Edge to have one more title run before he retires when Seth is extremely over. Mm-hmm. I'd like to point out that um, Edge um, says he wants to retire in Toronto, which is the which is the the uh, the SmackDown after SummerSlam, mm. and um, he did a promo this week saying he'd like to retire once he loses the World Heavyweight Championship again. Oh, spoiler alert! So I'm saying, I'm saying, just because he wants that, I mean, it's going to happen. I like to point out Zack Ryder once said he wants to win the Royal Rumble because that's all he's that's something he's never done, and <laughs> some people believe that. So <laughs> some people use it as their fantasy predictions, I think. Maybe so, Greg. Maybe so. Yeah. Um 
I was going to add something in and I totally forgot what it was now because you I can't remember talking. Never, never mind. Uh, Dan Griffin, uh, good cop moment. The Puerto Rico crowd for Backlash were incredible and elevated the whole show. Also, True Grit are coming back to York, so day drinking with at UTT, Rob, like you guys need an excuse. Um, and Bad Cop moment, just had to sit through a Harris Brothers match for Tankatory. Yes. Yes. Uh, witticisms of Ben. Um, good cop moment. Backlash. Thumbs up. Bad Bunny was great. Priest is superb. And Carlito's appeal was fire. Also, Hook just chilling on a tree before the firm deletion. Indeed. Hooks is such a cool guy. He's um, very easy on the eyes as well. Um, bad cop. He is. He is. He's a handsome young man. How Taz produced that has been on me. Um, bad cop moment. Smackdown talent having a chance for the raw title. We mentioned that last week. Uh, but, you know, unfortunately, it seemed like... This is what I meant to say last week, Graham. I forgot to mention it. I dare say it's because the Saudis want a certain person to be in the uh, the, the final. Put what it is. I remembered what I was going to say as well. It was um, the fact that I was... I said, bad cop moment that I cannot find the... The clip when you thought AEW was going to go bankrupt because Tony Khan spends so much money. But yeah, they're going to get a massive TV deal. They've got the show going on in England. So all I'm, coming I'm good. Happy being all proved, coming I'm good. happy being proved wrong. Uh-huh. Um, Rob at UTT. Rob, a uh, good cop moment. True grit returning to York. So day drinking with at Dan Griffin 21. Um, these are kind of, I think, well, I think, were they copying off each other? I don't know. Uh, bad cop moment. Getting ready to cover Tank Abbott's last WCW match. And there's some... Uh, some crying going on at the end there. The end of an era. And the WTF cop moment. The week after the draft, they're having a tournament match on SmackDown for the Raw exclusive WHC. We there have, are some things that don't make sense. But... We have mentioned that for sure. Oh, talking about things that don't make sense. You asked on our last episode, um, to. I'm going to throw you under the bus here, so apologies, um, to make the CM Punk uh, thing like make sense and like why would you want to bring him back? Um, Chat Chat Grapple and Cheap Pops did an excellent job of explaining that story. Um, Did you happen to catch that at all? No. Okay. Um, They did mention on the end of the show that um, we could possibly appear on their show, or we could invite them back onto us. I have extended an invitation. We would love. I have heard that part. Yes, because you gave me the link of when they mentioned us. Uh huh. I would love. We would love to have those guys back on. I, I thought I sent a DM out, but if I didn't, I know they'll be listening in. So hit us up, guys. Um, either way, you're more than welcome to come back on our show, or we would Absolutely. love to. Absolutely, JB was a great guest last time he was on, and Chris Absolutely. was back like, Um Absolutely, absolutely. I want to put out, Graham. You did cut me off because I hadn't finished with some Ben. He had his, his WTF oh. pop moment. Oh, my bad. Which was Devon's likes and Riddle's helicopter. Ah. I'm guessing that's what they're talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. The helicopter gray, of course, is. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. How do that? That's impressive. But well, okay. we don't want to watch that. <laughs> All right. Um, let's move on. Let's, yeah, let's move bring on. in Scottish Juggalo at this point, Danny. Uh, good cop Carlito getting a Road Warriors pop is exactly why I love pro wrestling. Unannounced, unexpected, completely 100% surprise, and the fans went wild. And bad cop Jericho being a Karen on social media, as always. Um, I did see a tweet from Carlito as well this week. He's like, um, uh, I guess my prices have gone up on the indies right now. Um, you would think so. Obviously, having appeared at that show, he's going to be far more in demand than perhaps what he was before. I, um, I know he is on the indies because I remember seeing he's him in a match against Franco Varga that yeah. was awesome. So, yeah. He's a big star of AAA, don't forget that. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. People, think, people, think, people forget about things like AAA and Lucha Underground, all that, all that stuff happening down on. Down 
and south of the border. It's some great stuff for people just aren't getting eyes on. Um, our yeah. friend Benjamin Banks Graham has wrestled um, in South America, of course, Graham, um, be- mm-hmm. before. So it's not it wouldn't be the first time that uh, mm-hmm. some amazing talent has been south of the border. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, we've done all those. Uh, high five, Tom. Uh, good cop moment this week. Our Brainbuster boys came back with this new storyline featuring. Chad, Chad and Teasel, along with my boy JJ Rogue and his co-host Duke. I love the podcast synergy, both my Viz Double Media and Wizards podcast families working together. We always love the Rainbow the Boys. Um, they were our first ever um, guest appearances on this show, and um, we have back at some point, Graham. So yeah, um, Bo and Brett, you guys will back any time. Just remember, when you come back, you're gonna lose again. <laughs> Um, Matt Bishop at TW Takes Podcast. Best cop, uh, Bad Bunny against Damian Priest. I think, yeah, universally that was well liked. Uh, good cop, rest of the backlash. Uh, bad cop at Chat Grapple and Pops uh, for not sending a link for me to come on their show. Come on, guys. <laughs> well, perhaps I was deliberate. Perhaps they're trying to send you a message there, Bishop. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, where's your podcast as well, Bishop? Bad cop moment. Come on, we want to hear some more TW Takes. We tried pushing it by naming the episode after you two episodes ago and Still haven't seen anything in my inbox yet. Indeed, indeed. Speaking of someone who needs to bring a show back, Nish Guy, um, I need a bad cop moment. All TV wrestling again. Both Raw and Dynamite felt off. Something just wasn't clicking with either of them for him. Um, That's fine. These things happen sometimes. Cool cop moment, backlash, end statement. Yeah, absolutely. Backlash is probably the best thing in wrestling this week, for sure. Um, Worst cop moment? He had to see Miro. <laughs> That's wow, wow is what I've heard that. Um, it's just the magic through. I think we've. I got two more, so can Uh-oh. I carry on there? Stevo at Total Stevo, good cop. I'm saying seeing what WCW's worth was to the industry. This is late '96, and so far ahead of WWF at the time. And bad cop. The end of Brock versus Cody reminded me of a typical 2011 match. Once it started getting good, it just ends. And the, the the official Midwestern roundup ones there, if you can see it. And if not, I can see I it. I will do one moment, Graham. I just want to mention, I mentioned Total Steve-O, of course. Um, his podcast is doing great stuff right now. Um, and the one that's coming up this weekend, I'm on. Ah, okay. So enjoy, guys. It's, it's well worth your time. It, it, it talks talk about SummerSlam from 2011, which I believe is the one with CM Punk versus John Cena champion versus champion so uh, like you need to do some research before you make that appearance right now I made my opinion sure. weeks ago Graham. Oh, <laughs> you're not even sure okay, oh, was... weeks ago Graham. yeah I you're just... not sure what the matches were you've forgotten already wow it's been a while since i've seen them, since i watched it Graham. to be fair it was not a good year um the year of punk was not a good year for me um right okay and as you mentioned the good the midwest wrestling roundup um, he put he put an at here, not a hashtag. So that's a bad cop on you, uh, Tom, for not being computer literate. Fingers <laughs> crossed, I get to see Roderick Strong versus Speedball Bailey in Des Moines, Iowa, in July. Fingers, double fingers crossed. Crossing off another state on the watch wrestling list. Booyah! I got. I actually pronounced a town right as well. Very good. I was waiting for Des Moines. Des Moines or Des Moines, <laughs> or who knows what you might have said. You might have said Des. Arkansas, <laughs> which is how it's spelled, to be fair. Um, apparently, somebody told me people in that state actually do say Arkansas. 
it's people outside the state that say Arkansas. I don't know if that's true or not, but I heard somebody say that one. Is that like Houston and Houston, Graham, is it? I'm not sure. Not sure. Richmond and, and Richmond. I'm not sure how it works. But in any case, we'll be back next week. Next week? Yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, Probably. As always, and again, thank you again to our amazing guests, Rudy Root and um, and Alan Paris. We'll be back next week, guys. Uh, we're out of here. Boom. Music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.